in the brutal podcast system. Any jackass with a microphone and internet connection can pose as an expert on any topic under the sun. Fortunately, however, there exists a humble duo of said jackasses who at least aspire to minimize the effects of the current egregious level of aforementioned fake-ass horseshit and those who perpetrate it. This duo attempts this very noble task by allowing you, the listener, to have total unimpeded access to the real minutiae of their pathetic everyday lives. This two-member task force is known deep within the podcast world as Zero Front. These are their stories. Welcome into another edition of Zero Front. I hope everyone likes our new introduction. Um, Joe did a great job with that. That was almost like a real solo project of his. He kind of just like decided that we needed, we were thinking about we needed like music and we didn't know, we couldn't get a real song. So we're like, we don't want something stupid and cheesy and not really popular and just like generic guitars and drums. So, you know, one day Joe sent me this sample and uh, I listened to it. I was literally just cracking up. I had to listen to it a couple of times to, to hear what I, to hear what he said when uh, I wasn't laughing. Uh, but I really enjoy it, man. Thanks for doing that intro, Joe. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, man. Thank you for the uh, compliments. Yeah, I just wanted to, I, you know, anybody can get the, um, you know, anybody can get some little guitar strumming into that. I mean, that's just, it's, it's, that's, it's overdone. I just wanted to do something a little bit different and something tongue in cheek. And I thought that was kind of tongue in cheek. And I like the sound effects and all that kind of stuff too. So yeah, I thank you for the compliment. I think it is a little different. Um, if I had, um, you know, if, if, it could be a little better in just in my, you know, for little little tweaks here and there. But for the most part, it is a good opening. And uh, maybe I'll mess yeah, around like, and tweak it after the season, like before next season or something. But it, it does its job. But yeah. thank you. Did I say, give me a second for a second. When I, when I did the show to start tonight, did I say welcome to another edition of Zero Front? I don't know if you did or not. <laughs> I, I don't know but, if I said show about these podcasts or Zero Front. I <laughs> I don't know, but you know what? It's okay. Who cares? It's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually um, be a, be a nice thing to go back to and chuckle at later. From you know down. The line. I was just hoping that you were because that was literally like two minutes ago. So I was hoping I was. Yeah, I couldn't remember what the hell I said. So um, <laughs> it's not a problem. Anyway, yeah, man. So it's a Friday night. Uh, we're doing another show. Our last show, I believe, was uh, Unchained Melody. I think that was like right before February started. Um, so it's been a couple of weeks. It's been a minute. Um, we didn't get on before the Super Bowl and do our predictions, but that's not really a big deal. I thought the Chiefs are going to win. Joe, you thought the 49ers are going to win, but um, I did. And to be Shawnee, Shawnee, minus a fluky blocked extra point and a fluky ball hitting the guy's ankle on a punt return. I mean, that's what the that's what the Chiefs needed. They need they needed the ball to to bounce off that guy's ankle to recover a fumble at the nine yard line. That's the only touchdown they got in that whole. You know what I mean? So the the 49ers didn't get beat. The 49 49ers lost the game. You know they they had the game and and they had it well in hand. Um, but it just seems these doggone Chiefs and they're a good team now. I'm not I'm not and Mahomes is a great quarterback. I'm not saying he isn't. But these Chiefs, when they get into the Super Bowl, they're a good team for getting there. Don't get it twisted. But man, do they get every fucking break you can even dream of? And if they don't get a break, 
the fucking referees hand him something like last year. So, so it is what like, it is. You, it is what it is. Would you say like the, the Chiefs are a blessed franchise and the Buffalo Bills are a cursed franchise it, just in terms it, of like. Yeah, it's it's some, it's that kind of a dichotomy. Like, you know like what I mean? The, like the New York Mets are a cursed franchise. Well, it's funny though. The Boston Red Sox used to be considered a cursed franchise. And then they they had they finally got over the hump where they came back. The Yankees were up 3-0 in the ALCS and they came back from 3-0 to beat the Yankees and they won the title that year. I believe it was like 2004 around there. And then the Red Sox went on to win. I think like I think they've they they've won four titles in the past like 23, 24 years, at least three or four. Um, but they were cursed. My point is, let me just come back to where I started here. So you're saying that the Chiefs are absolutely not cursed. They're the opposite of cursed. They're more there's, like they're blessed. There's there's red and yellow fairy dust. That, it's not only confetti either. It's just, it's unbelievable. And it's like, I don't blame them. Shit, if it were us, I'd say, like, hey, Mattis way goes. We'll take it. But it's like, if you could really go back and look, uh, they were a Jimmy Garofalo overthrow. He had Samuel for a, a game Go ahead, touchdown with like a minute and a half left, right? That that was going to win the Niners the Super Bowl. It was seven yards over his head four years ago, right? I don't even want to go, go into last year with the Eagles game and how many. I mean, you know, I mean, Jalen Hurts with the fumble at midfield. It doesn't get it doesn't get recovered by a, a defensive lineman. It gets recovered by the fastest guy on the defense, a defensive back, and he runs it back 50 yards for a touchdown. And Oh, 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 and by the way, there was a there was a very, very controversial call. In addition to that fluky touchdown that Jalen never fumbles the ball at midfield like that. And if he does, what are the chances the other team's going to pick it up and run all the way back with it 50 yards? So that happened. And then the 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 missed play, the botched play by the referee that 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 took our opportunity away. We were gonna get the ball back with a minute minute fifty-two. And honestly, we were favored in that game, the Eagles were. Eagles are a better football team. I'll go to my grave and say, and the Eagles will go to their and say that they know they're a better football team. But it's not always the best. Sometimes it's just right now they weren't much better, but they were better than that team. But they lost to them. Yeah, so it's and this stay, year same thing. Yeah. Let it, it just take it easy, sporty. Uh, and now this year, this game here, the 49ers were favored to win, and they managed to. A la, like I said, block extra point, Sean. Um, <laughs> that fun thing where their thing went off the guy's ankle is just ridiculous. It was just stone cold ridiculous. So I give I give the Chiefs credit, but you know what? I'm not in awe. They're not a dominating force. All right. And dynasty, did you get, did you get, dynasty, my ace. Go ahead. Were you were you like pissed off when um Travis Kelsey in the in the um the celebration? He's like he started talking about a three peat. Well, I took a little drink of my iced tea there, Turkey Hill. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I turned it off. I I, I switched the channel. I I just okay. I can't I can't even remember what the hell I watched. Was that after? I, yeah, he's, I was he's almost rubbing, sick, dry heaves. I was like, I got to get rid of this. He, he's starting to rub people the wrong way. I mean, because he's he's getting a little bit too arrogant and full of himself. Like he's already, you know, last year he won the Super Bowl. Last year, then he hosted Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. He's already been in the spotlight, right? But now that he's like really like on top of the world, literally like it's just dating Taylor Swift, just won a second Super Bowl in a row. He was at the Super Bowl after party and uh, he got on the mic and he started like kind of taunting the 49ers. He's like, let's sing a song for a 49ers. He's like, nah, 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 nah. Hey, 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 good. But he started to like really like, like, and like the three peat thing and the, and the, the post game thing. Um, 
and just I just I kind of I read a lot of the comments on social media just to see like what the general atmosphere. It's almost like reading a poll, like when they say like who's ahead in the poll. Well, all I really need to do is just kind of like browse social media and go through the comments and kind of see what the where like the the majority of the comments what right. what the. You know, what the what the um the general sentiment is and a lot of people are kind of just sick of kelsey like why is this on my timeline again like can we hate this man even anymore it's like so i feel like he's he's really like people either love him or hate him like the swifties have no like they have no choice but to deal with him like listen i think the guy's very talented i think he's cool but i can definitely see how like he's like he's kind of like he, He's getting so grandiose, but like he's being grandiose with like real tangible things. He's rich, he's famous, he's dating Taylor Swift. He's just like he's just. He, I, I gotta listen to some of his podcasts with his brother. I just gotta like hear like if he's more humble on the podcast because I'm just seeing like whatever like the media like chooses to like pick and choose to talk about Kelsey. Yeah, that's what I'm really seeing. So you know, I don't give him a fair shot, but yeah, then the, the um, I know you don't like the Chiefs, Joe. Obviously, they beat you. They beat the Eagles last year, but um. Overall, though, would you say the Super Bowl was more entertaining than, you know, a lot of Super Bowls, or would you say it was kind of boring? I would say, honestly, I know last year was a good game. This year was a good game. It's a good football game. It's, it's just such a shame for the 49. But you know what else, Shawnee? I can't stand the fucking 49ers either. So it was a win-win or lose-lose for me. So as much as I didn't like to see – and really, if I had my – first of all, as far as the 49ers, they haven't won a championship in 30 years. So I was like, okay, they haven't won one in 30 years. So let's, you know, I was going to root for them, even though I can't fucking stand those guys. I really can't because of the, some of the mouthy lip they had for us. They had the audacity to suggest that they would have won that NFC title game if that little, uh, per, what is it, little Torty Birdie or whatever it's called. I don't know the quarterback's name, but he got, he in the second, yeah, he got knocked the fuck out of the game by, by our defensive end last year in that championship game. That's their fault. You got to block people, dude. So you lost your quarterback because you can't play right. Um, but they chirped all kinds of shit. And I got news for you. They could have had Steve Young playing quarterback last year in that championship game. They're not going to come into Philadelphia and win. Now, in a championship game last year, that team. It's a different team this year. and They were falling apart, so they came in and had their fun. So I don't like either team. But let me just get to the point about... about uh, uh, so I, Let me just get to the point about Kelsey. His brother's been here for 13 years or whatever it was. And a couple of years in, um, Andy Reid um, split. You know, he had to, he had, he went to, you know, they had to let him go. He's a great football coach. They gave him 12 or 13 years here. I think it was 12 years, Sean Shawnee. It's not like he, he, you know, they gave him plenty of time and it was just time. So to let him go. But here, I'll cut right to the chase. Kelsey talks about, Andy Reid calling him a year or two later, whenever it was. And he says, I'm thinking about drafting your brother. He says this to Jason. He's calling from, he's coaching the, the Chiefs now, and he's calling because these guys stay in contact. He says, I'm thinking about drafting your brother. Um, tell me the truth. Am I going to have any problems or not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he already had, he had, he had um, a reputation as being like a loose cannon getting in some trouble here and some trouble there, which who, who the hell does it? I mean, uh, you know, I've had my, you know, but um, it's just one of those things where already there was some concern. And then once I got a load of this guy, because I didn't know him from Adam, I just knew from it. Then I got a load of this guy and it just, he had a little bit too much. I don't know what it was. I mean, you have to have a little swag about you to be a pro athlete, but he he just had a little, a little too much. And what people are beginning to see now with him, I saw, um, a long time ago, 
Um, and I, for the longest time, I had a grudge against the Chiefs because Andy went out there and he applied all the things that he learned here. And then he applied them out there. Right. So all the things that yeah, he so learned. Where, here. So, so where are we going? Let's not to cut you off. Though. Where are we going with um, the Kelsey thing, though? Where are we going with this? So okay, we asked the Kelsey. Yes, and Andy, Andy asked, you know, Jason about his brother. He gave him some little advice and stuff. So where, what, what's the, the end game here? Say it again. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> well, I'm just to he drafted I'm just, him. He drafted him. Yeah. So he drafted him. Okay. So he got, he got enough, he got enough information where he drafted him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out where we're going with it. I was like, okay, what the hell's going on here? Like, well, no, J, J, no, it's that's where we're going. We're going to, that's what I, I go all the way back to that. I go all the way back. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you listen but up, you, I, I thought you were, no, I I thought you were trying to say, I you were trying Jesus. to say that he, all right. he was more, so he was more humble. Hold on. So he was more humble. <laughs> I thought you were trying to make a point like Travis used to be a lot more humble and he's gotten progressively more cocky or something. Oh, no, that's no, no, I no. Were, that's where I thought you were going. That's what you know what I'm saying? Like, no, because like I said, I, okay. I said and Andy called Jason and said, hey, I'm thinking about yeah, yeah, your yeah. brother. Am I going to have any problems with this joker? Because he already had okay. an earful about that's a, that's the, okay. That's I thought, okay. That's all good. This is no, um, keep that, Shawnee. Yeah, we have to keep this. This is good stuff. That's how people communicate. So, you know, like, yeah, what would you say? That, that little, that little back and forth. I think that's, <laughs> that's what I, I that's, think our listeners like, I think our listeners like listening to those little like confusion. You know, it's like, what are these guys talking about? Like, okay, that's how, okay. Well, <laughs> zero um, front, brother. Zero front. Just yeah, lay it just, out there. You know, right. here we are. Yep. It so is anyway, it is. I'm, I'm watching the Villanova Georgetown game right now. It's on my background right now. Uh, we're beating Georgetown. Georgetown's awful, but we're pretty awful too. But anyway, my point is, I was gonna this is this kind of segue to our next point anyway. The Super Bowl commercials this year, the Christopher Walken one just came on. I think it's a BMW commercial. See, I thought the Christopher Walken commercial was um one of the better commercials that I saw. Okay. Um, people are raving about the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts one. They had Ben yeah. Affleck, Tom Brady, and Matt Damon. I thought that one was like I didn't I don't really get I had a lot like I love all those dudes. You know, they're all awesome. Like you know, it's like a great, talented commercial. You know, J Lo's in it. It's cool. It's got star power. But I don't know. It's, to me, it's like very like. I I just don't see the hype about it. It was it was okay, but I thought the Christopher Walken BMW one. I give that one a seven point two. I thought that was funny. Where everyone everyone was acting like they're Christopher Walken. Um, yes, I, thought the I did mess, like that one. I like that one. Too. Yeah, that one was good. That was that was in the beginning of the game. Mm. I like the the Lionel Messi Michelob Light one. Where like Lionel Messi is just kind of like dribbling the ball around and stuff, and um, on the beach. I, I thought that was a really, that. I thought it was a really simple commercial. Yeah. Um. Then there was a the Mayo one with the the girl who used to be on SNL. Um. I think her name's Kate Mc, McKinnon or something like yes, that. Yes, Kate McKinnon. Um, yeah. With the with the, the the cat with the Mayo and the 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 cat becomes a mace. You know, because it sounds like the cat saying Mayo. That one was okay. That one, I, see, I, I get that one. Five, I, I'm looking at my ratings. I get that one of five point seven. I thought the Je the Jared Goff cure auto insurance one. That one was pretty interesting because I was laughing. I was like, Jared Goff got a commercial, so I thought that, that was kind of funny. Um, and it was cure auto insurance. I guess they don't have a, a big budget. I mean, Goff seems like a good dude, but he's in terms of like you know getting commercials and having like star power. You don't really see that guy a lot. But um, so yeah, those are the ones that I really focused on. I thought the Christopher Walken one was my favorite, just at the top of my head. Um, but which one to you did you like? Did you, I thought also I thought the one with the horse with the guy at the Clydesdale horse. I love then, the Clydesdale you know, commercials. Like, I love the Clydesdale them. horse gets like a, it gets adopted and years later, like he sees the horse or whatever like that, and they like bond yes. or whatever. So that, that's like those are easy commercials to write though. So I'm always looking for like the what was hard to write. What's the what's unique here? What's clever? What's like not over the top but like effective? And um, I don't know. I thought like if you're gonna 
use a star, use them effective, like use them effectively. So the Christopher Walken one, they, they literally used the Christopher Walken one with all the impressions of him. So I thought that one was they utilized his strengths. Plus he's a likable guy. So that was that was pretty cool. But I like the Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger one. The Schwarzenegger one where they um at the very end. That was like they, a state uh, that was like a state state farm one, right? Yeah, I like a good neighbor, he was saying. Like a good neighbor. And they're yeah, saying, no, yeah, Arnold, yeah. it's neighbor, neighbor. And he's like, what I'm Danny saying. De- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they went back Danny and forth. And, yeah, yeah. Danny DeVito's in that, because they're, they're in the movie Twins together. Yeah. Julius. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yes. then the other one was weird. The the Michael, there's there's Michael, there's an actress named, actor named Michael Sarah, And they did like, there's there's like this this cream that's called, um it's called CeraVe cream or something like that. So they did like a, they said like the creator of Sarah of Sarah V cream was Michael Sarah. So they tried to, the, that one was interesting. I was like, where are they like, this one's interesting. It's, it's almost like for a second that I thought like he was actually the creator of like this product. And obviously he's not, but, um, but yeah, man, there's, I'm just looking at, I'm looking at like this website, what, what they write the commercials. Um, yeah. The messy one got ranked number 20th. So to me, the messy one was a top five one for me. The walking one was a top five. But anyway, I'm not going to spend the whole episode talking about commercials. I was just curious to hear your thoughts on that, man. Yeah, it's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, So you said something to me the other day that kind of I, – I had to wait for the show to kind of bring this up. You had a dog named Missy, right? My mother had a dog named Missy, yes. Okay, so this is what got me. When Missy died – you got another dog, and you named the next dog Missy Number Two. Missy Two, yes. What she named? <laughs> that's that's, that's what... I, I I I didn't want to bring this up before the show because I wanted your natural reaction. So you had you had two Missies. We also had two tigers. We had a tiger that was a dog that was, um, you know, in nineteen basically from seventy four to, I can't remember. I think it was around eighty four, eighty five. You know, for tiger. And then later on down the line, 10 years further up than that, a puppy was born. And that puppy looked a lot like the old tiger. Same markings and everything. It was it was uncanny. So um, mom named the little one Tiger 2. Now, we didn't walk around going, Tiger 2, get in here. We still call <laughs> it. You know, you know what I mean? You stick your head out the door. Like, Tiger 2. No. Um, it, she, she, the one was named Missy. The one was named Tiger. They just happened to be the so, name named after so, people, right? Okay, so basically, like, it wasn't weird for you, like, just if, not people like, named yeah, after like my the dog, predecessor. My, you know. my, my first dog, his name was Duke, <laughs> and when he died, like, say we got another dog, we named the next one Duke, right? Like, it, it might have been weird for me to call that next dog the same name because it's like, well, I know this isn't Duke, but I guess it's Duke number two. I'm still going to call him Duke. That's all I'm thinking. It's like, so I guess for you, it just wasn't weird for to call this. It's had the same name over and over again. No. No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Not at all. Nope. I was just thinking, like, we, I, I wonder if we did, like, a survey of the, like, the entire world. Like, how many people have a similar story to you? Like, where they just kept naming the same dog, like, the same names for the same pets. Like, you know, we like this name. Let's stick with it. Well, I think I it's kind of neat, too, Sean, because you're a dog lover like I am. And I these were my mom's dogs and everything, but I still love them, right? And what I thought it was neat because... You couldn't look at that other dog. I couldn't look at the, the second Missy or pet her or hold her or do anything like that, you know, without thinking about the first one. I would have anyway, but it, I thought it was kind of nice. And it's sort of like, you know, family's name, you know, I'm named after an uncle of mine who was named after an uncle of his. You know what I mean? And 
uh, with with the Joseph part. You know what I mean? So, uh, and that happens in families all the time. Not just well, you know, Richard Pryor the first, and then Richard Pryor the second. Or no, no, I'm talking about just like a, a first name that gets passed down. And you'll see it numerous times. It's the, it might stagger a generation here or there, but it's it's cool. So that's the way it was with that. I didn't know you found that yeah. to be so. Eh, it's cool though. It's cool. See, I, I I was trying to play it cool and not tell you before the show. I was like, I got to hear his live reaction to this because this to me was fascinating. I've never heard that. I was like, this is interesting. I know it's going to be good for the show. When we talk about it. So <laughs> I'm glad you explained it. You know what I mean? So because cool. I was I'm thinking, glad you asked me. I, I was because I I literally wasn't sure. It's like, well, he's the, so Missy Missy two. Come here, Missy two. Missy two. You know, yeah, that type of thing. It's, it's would like, be kind whoa, of weird. Like, yeah. No, be, yeah, that, would be that's like, weird, that right? is weird. I, I, I can understand if, like junior. If, like, like people, parents name their kid like junior. It's like, okay, you call the kid junior or something like that. It's a whole different type right. of thing, you know? What would be weird, Shawnee, if one dog passed and then you ran out of water and got another dog and named that? that that's a. It, but even, even that's acceptable. For, but it wasn't like that in either case. There was a, a good period of time that went by. And the one joker, Tiger, he was named because. This little joker was black, light, with tan paws and little tan things around his eye. He looked just like the old tiger, right? Missy. So let me ask you a question. If if the if Tiger 2 didn't look like Tiger 1, would you still have named him Tiger 2? It was it was my mom's decision. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. I know at one point she wanted to name a dog, a little dog. She wanted this was way back. She wanted to name it Tinker Toy. And we we all said, Mom, are you out of your skull? You know what I mean? You go running around the neighborhood. Take a toy. It's like, what the hell? Because the dog was little. And, you know, he just, just got it. But, like, Tinker Toy? What the? F Ma, what are you? Come on. Sit down, Mom. Get a coffee here. Relax. We're not naming a dog Tinker Toy. Um, but uh, that's the way that goes. Yeah. I'm seeing <laughs> um, some. I saw a lady, an unidentified woman, boarded a flight from Nashville. That is she a lie. No, I'm just fucking with you. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> she did uh, the TSA screening, but she never had a ticket. She got on the flight. Right. Um, hold on, Joe. Dude, okay. now that I'm using this, I, I think this new microphone sounds clearer. Yeah, you sound uh, good. I think I think it's going to be like a game changer because that when I look when I sometimes I listen back to the shows, I'm like, damn, like I have this really expensive microphone, and it kind of sucks. Now I'm and I, so I pulled out like this old friggin' headset because you this is pretty much a similar headset that you use, mm -hmm. and you, you got a newer one. But I'm saying it's like an old school, just basic computer headset, and apparently it's just it's way better. So I'm, I'm I'll see what happens when I'm listening to the show later. If I'm a lot clearer, I'm going to be like, okay, well, I had that headset forever. And I, I put so much thought into freaking getting a nice microphone and just having noise canceling and this and that and being professional and it turned mm -hmm. out to be nothing. So it just shows you sometimes, you know, sometimes all that crap is all too fancy. It doesn't really mean the thing, you know? Right. Well, last, last season I did it on a headset that I've had for 15 years. But I said, yeah, you, you're, you've always sounded good on this show. Oh, I've always, man. To me, to me, my, oh, my voice last year sounded fuzzy. So well, my I, dad I did, said, mm -hmm. yeah, my, my dad said like, um, well, I think that Joe sounds clearer because he just has a clearer voice. He thinks it's like I, my voice in general, in terms of like when I talk into a microphone, I just doesn't match up. It doesn't, it doesn't mesh well. Like your voice meshes well. And I'm trying to say to him like, well, I don't think that's actually true. I mean, I can have a more of a raspy type of thing where it's tougher, to, but you, and you, Joe has a deeper where it's easier to understand, but I don't know if that rationale makes any sense, you know? Well, he has a point in that the natural resonance of your voice has a lot yeah. to do with it, too, right? So, 
you know, that's you can't you, you got to do it your way. I got to do it my way, but I'll have less yeah. difficulty because the natural resonance of my voice. Uh, I had an instructor one time tell yeah. me one time it's, his electronics. He's talking about resonance and he pointed to me out of 20 guys. He pointed to me and says, like you, your voice. He says, your voice, Joe, he says it just carries. It'll carry. And that's because he was talking about resonance. But to get back to the point, the new headset that I bought, Shawnee, does have noise cancellation. So, I mean, that's cool. And that only cost me $20, $29 or something like that. It was, But the one I had last year and was using, it was, it was adequate. But my voice was kind of fuzzy. And I thought after 15 years, you know, with electronics, Sean, after four years, five years, whatever you're talking about it has been improved so much that it, you can almost throw it in the drawer and go get a new one. That's the way electronics works now. I had that thing for 15 years, so I just I was ready, and I figured, why not? Coming on to a new season, I can do that. I have my uh, cough button on, and it's got all kinds of stuff on it. Uh, the cough button is the mute button, folks, and that, that's what, you know, for when you're on the air or even people that you speak to, like customer service people, when you call up and something happens and you're speaking to them, they sneeze sometimes. They cough sometimes. You'll never hear it because they have a little button right there. But that's what that is. It's the same principle. It's a mute button that yeah. we use when we need to. But go ahead, Shawnee. Take and the reins. If you hear if you hear anybody burp on the show, just know that that's part of our show now because one of the funniest parts about the Howard Stern show is every time he burps, it's still funny. Like he'll be talking about something serious. He'll burp, talking about something funny. He'll burp. Like he's just mid-sentence. And, and Robin always starts laughing. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, I know that's a different type of show, obviously, but like – if Joe or I could, you know, if we want to burp instead of just worrying about pressing the, the mute button, we're just gonna we're just outside right. in the backyard. You know, guys are talking in the back. We've got a beer. We're not, we're not drinking beer during the show, obviously. But you know, if someone burps, right. it's just like okay, that's part of the show. And if oh, it's don't funny, get it's funny, you don't know what get I mean? it, whatever. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. If 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 you hear that, it, it's 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 something that we just let go because uh, I let you know a little secret. I burped three times since we started this show, but I have the little button. I have the little button. <laughs> oh, so, so why have you? I, right. I but, thought you were gonna. I th no, we can't force the world, that. The, the We're not no, going to force that. If no, it happens force it, down the don't, road. Don't press, like, don't press the mute button, I thought. I don't want to do that all the time. If We're not going to sit here and go <laughs> and start rattling the whole thing. If, if, yeah. a, if occasionally, folks, you hear that, it's because we thought it was funny and we left it in. But I'm not going to sit here okay. and go, okay, now, now let's try it. Ready? No, 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 no. Fuck yeah. all that. But why did I do that? Because under normal circumstances, I will squelch it. But if we ever, if you, if we ever leave it go, it's because it was, it was intentional, you know, to be funny. Yeah. But not all the time. It'll lose its, you know. What are we talking about? Yeah. See, these are all the, you know, these are all the uh, intricacies that, uh, you know, we should talk about off the air. You know. No, I think that. honestly, I think I think it's perfect uh, for the show because this is uh, this is this is this is um, insights into okay. how the sauce is made. All right, partner. Whatever you want. Um. Anyway, did you it's, hear Larry? Cool. Larry David attacked Elmo, and everyone got like people like the the people who are like super woke got like really mad at him. Like he shouldn't have attacked Elmo. It was a joke. Like, he, it wasn't like Elmo got hurt. Like you didn't see that whole thing. I didn't see anything about it. People were saying like it was wrong. Like kids are gonna like be like scarred for life because someone attacked their hero Elmo, and like it was like yeah, people were like I, freaking I, out. They're freaking freaking yeah. out because Larry David attacked Elmo. It was it was freaking funny. You know what I mean? Like. Yes. And I like Larry David. And I think people got to just, you listen, you know what side of the, I'm not going to get into Paul. I promise you I won't. Um, and I don't feel any differently about any less passionately about things than I did last season. But wait, I just, I just, I just find myself. And I talked to you, told you last time, a couple of shows ago, I don't, I no longer sit there and follow politics every single day and scream at the TV. And yeah, I took a deep breath. I said, no matter what happens, all I can do, whether I scream at this TV every day, 
or I just look at it passively. All I can do is in the first week of November, every four years, just go push a button. That's all I can do. So if that's all I can do, it's stupid for me to sit here screaming at the TV. My point is people got to chill the hell out about being old. I told you like last week, the Washington Redskins are going to be the Washington Redskins to me, not the fucking commanders or commodores or whatever they got like a W on their helmet. They took one of the nicest hats in professional sports, one of the nicest helmets in the football and they threw it away, all because some people are getting ridiculous. What do you mean, Reg? Now, where do we stop with this, Shawnee? How about if people over six foot seven say, what do you mean, giants? I find that personally offensive because I happen to be over six foot seven, and you're using the word giants. What do you mean by giant? You see what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's just as ridiculous. Or the guardians instead of the Indians and shit like this. This People got to chill the fuck out. They really, really do. I'm sorry. And this is just another case. I, I, Larry David is a cool dude. He's funny. And um, I don't think he would ever do anything that was outrageous. I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, what, I thought it was just, I, it's just it's just one of those things that makes me laugh. It's like I think it was on Good Morning America, whatever show Al Roker's on. And um, I think it was the NBC one. No, Today's show. One of those Good Morning America, whatever. Today, whatever today sound. That sounds right. With Al Roker, I think it sounds. Is right. Al Roker on today? I don't even know. I'm not sure though. Um. Anyway, yeah, I thought it was funny. I just, it's kind of sad that people make a big deal out of things like that. But um, it is, it is, it's ridiculous. Anyway, man, you have some lyrics for us today, sir. <clears throat> I think I do. Let me see here. All right. Let me start them. Quote. So where are the strong, and who are the trusted? And where is the harmony, sweet harmony? Cause each time I feel it slipping away, just makes me want to cry. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? The song is called, and they left it, they called it a clunky title because it's long, but they left it that way, and it's, it's worked out well. What's so funny about, there's no A there, they put what's so funny about, Peace, love, and understanding. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? The, the weird thing is, Shawnee, I didn't even realize it, but it was not written by the person I'm going to highlight a little bit in a minute is Elvis Costello. This was originally written by a songwriter, a famous songwriter, Nick Lowe. Nick Lowe played for a band. It was called Brinsley Schwartz. And he wrote this song, and they did a version, the original version of this song. The song never took off, and that band kind of dwindled in the mid-70s. you know, mid -70s. By 1978, Elvis Costello and the Attractions is the name of his band. They produced a cover of the song, this song. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? They, they, they produced a cover of the song. And Nick Lowe put it on the flip side because he was still doing some work on his own. He, did, he left that band, but he was the band fell apart, but he was still doing some solo stuff. So um, he had he had Schwartz or what's his name? Uh, Nick Lowe had a song called American Squire, American Squirm, rather. Um, I have to put my reading glasses on. American Squirm was the name of Nick Lowe's song. And the flip side of Nick Lowe's song was the cover of the song what's so funny about peace love and understanding by elvis costello because they were buddies they knew each other right yeah so by 19 uh in 1979 um that b-side of that 
and I say to folks, let me just stop for a second. Younger folks, when I say A side and B side, used to go out and get these little records. You never look records that look like album, the vinyl records, but they're smaller. They're the forty-five. They're the forty-fives. It would have an A side and a B side. The A side would be the better song, the more popular song, and the B side would be just something that was put on. Well, in this particular case, that B side was better and more became more popular than the a side so what elvis costello did at that point is he put it on his next album which was a year later 1979 armed forces was the name of his album and it quickly it quickly usurped the original in popularity and is considered to be one of costello's signature songs and it's just shawnee you know listen i'm not going to get in too deep or anything i'm not but but you know what's so funny about peace love and understanding I just think, Can I tell you something? Yes. There's something really funny about it, though. You know what, what's funny? What is? I don't know. Okay, just keep going. <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I knew you were going to. But anyway, you know, it's it's so many times you say, oh, yeah, what's peace, love, and understanding? Oh, yeah, hippies and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Too many times when people say, you know, I got this and I got that, oh, peace, love, and understanding. I get it. it it's, but it's so, it, it, it's, it's, we shouldn't make fun of the concept of it. We shouldn't stop aspiring for that kind of, of notion and human beings are capable of those things. And I just look at, I looked at that thing that happened the other day, Sean, at that, at that parade, at that parade for the chiefs. And what happened was two jokers, they were minors. So they're 16, 17 years old, whatever. First of all, I shouldn't have a gun, but they do. But what started was just an argument, just an argument, some bullshit stuff and, and things escalate. And in the old days we'd say, okay, Let's get it. You put your hands up, and if you got your ass kicked, you got your pride hurt, you got your lips split a little bit, you went home, and that was the end of it. Now, whoever starts losing or whoever afraid they're, afraid they're going to lose, they pull out a gun a lot of times. So that's one thing I, I, I just can't stay. But if we had a little more peace, a little more love, a little more understanding in this world, shit like that wouldn't happen. And that's all yeah, that I'm going to say. I, I could saw, go on for an hour about this, but I won't. But go ahead. I was watching the news. I saw. Uh, great song, though, Shawnee. Great song. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Great song, though. Go ahead. Yeah. The, the music is cool. Of, yeah. One of the dudes uh, who's been interviewed, um, he said he was like chasing after one of the shooters. And he was like, that's the guy. That's the guy. And he saw one dude, one of the one of the shooters or the, had his jaw shot off. So I guess I, I haven't read the details. I guess it sounds like it was some sort of underage score quarrel uh -huh. and then other, other people other people were bystanders in the way but yeah that's kind of sad and um the people there are a couple of heroes who tackled some of the shooters and waited for the cops to get there so shout out to those people but yeah that's a horrible situation but yeah it's back to your lyrics joe it's focusing the lyrics yeah i know exactly who costello is one of my favorite songs by elvis costello is called oliver's army yes i just love oliver's oliver's army dig well um, my favorite my go ahead go ahead but my favorite um, was is pump it up but go ahead yeah, that's another one. Pump it up. That, they, pump it up. They play that. If you go ever go to sports games, they play pump it up a ton in like sports stadiums. And I haven't and been to one in a while, so I wouldn't know. I have, I, well, I went to the Yankee game with you, but I haven't been to a sports. But I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. But that song's just you know. Yeah. So these lyrics cool. are good. And when I hear these lyrics, they're pretty straightforward. It's like, well, you know, what's so every time you know, there's, there's going to be harmony and peace, love, and understanding. He feels it slipping away. He just feels like he's, he wants to cry. Man, what's so funny about it? It's uh, and then I saw you said something something cool. You saw Bruce Springsteen and Eddie Vedder, the singer of Pearl Jam, did a cover of the song. You said John Fogerty. 
yeah, I was just on on the web today and I was jumping around. I just want to make sure I didn't really miss anything before I went went on, you know, and I just just went on to check a couple of things. And I just saw this, you know, I saw this. What's so funny about peace, love and understanding? I saw Springsteen's name, but I like, whoa, 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 whoa. So then I flick on it and here's Springsteen. This has got to be, I don't know, it's got to be 15 years ago if it's a day. This because he would look that much younger. But it doesn't matter. But I saw him playing, and then he starts getting, you know, Eddie Vedder jumps in and starts singing a verse. Dave Matthews starts in and sings a verse. John Fogarty comes in and starts saying, I'm like, whoa. There was another, uh, I, can't, I don't even know her name, but she's a famous um, musician that was in that video with the blonde hair. I don't know. It wasn't Patty. Patty has I'm talking about the, the, I'm not sure who it was, but I think it was a country artist. But my point is the song. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding for its words alone, for its idea alone should be commended. The music that the way that Elvis Costello's band just ripped into it with the, with the drums and everything is fantastic as well. And like your boy, Dave Grohl said, he says, when you marry like poetic, ver, poetic lyrics with some great melody and music, he says, man, that's when you really have it. And when someone like him, says something like that Amisa. but when he was saying that, i'm like yes that's kind of what we so we want to highlight like we always do shawnee the words because we want whoever listens to the song hopefully everyone will jump online and go listen to the song peep the lyrics too you know what i mean peep those lyrics and read them down and it's just a good piece of music man all the way around it's a good piece of music but yeah. uh i saw the thing about bruce i had to send it to you you know yeah good uh good choice of lyrics sir Thank um you, do you know the country malta it's in Spain. No, this is a country. Or it's, oh, it's oh, okay. Because see, it, I, I it, was watching. I was watching The Bachelor. That's yeah, what I, I was too. I watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm a, I don't know. I started. Those shows draw you in, and everyone talks about them. They're pop culture. They're relevant. There was one there's word. A lot of I attractive can tell you girls. Why. On, a lot the of word is cool, is Maria. That's why I watched it the uh, other night. See, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm kind of surprised like, that Maria. Oh I'm surprised that Maria is like on your top five because. There's a lot of other girls who are really oh, attracted. Oh, oh they like, were. Well, they all were, but she's just more my. You know me. She was more my flavor. But anyway, um, because you have that weird. You like a girl with a slight overbite, which is kind of funny. It's 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 very very. I don't like go at. It's not like the first thing, but it's if it's there, it's so cute. That little bit of an an overbite or a little bit of a list. It's funny what some some guys have like real specific things. Yeah, like told that's me, all. But that's that's like not why her. Small overbite, and then I had another friend tell me one time he likes a girl with kind of like a bigger nose. So it's like funny sometimes like people, friends will just reveal, reveal to you funny things. Humans but, are like that. We don't, that not yeah. everyone discloses what they sometimes, you know what I mean? But everyone yeah. likes little weird things or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, as long as it's not too weird, you're all right. But go ahead. Yeah, I don't watch that show normally. Let me just make a disclaimer. I put on ABC and I watch the Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy and the Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> and then that comes on after. Sometimes if I'm busy, I don't turn it off. And if I don't turn it off, I can't help but notice what's on there. And then it's like I watch it a little longer, you know what I mean? That's all. But I mean, go ahead. I just wanted to. Yeah, clear so, the but they they went to for one of like they they bring like the girls to like random countries and they have like this like really like honeymoon esque like really like you know just picture perfect like vacation spot. But they they get to like hang out there and go on dates and like just like do good food. Like that's that's what the bachelor does. They bring these people to like random countries and beautiful vacation Shawnee, spots. what's happening to your mic right now? What's happening? What are you doing? You're breaking up a little. Just slightly, it's still a little broken up. Say it again. What's going on? I don't know. It's just breaking up a little bit. But go ahead, say it again. Let me see. Let me check the settings. Give me a second. 
Okay, so I guess I had an issue with my mic there, so with the pause of the recording for a second. So that's okay. I'm using like that new headset, but um, yeah, I don't. I, I was it fidgeting been with on the wire. I was fidgeting with the wire and stuff. I don't. I have no clue. But anyway, let's get back to my original point here. We're gonna we're gonna wrap the show up in a little bit, I guess. But um, we. Okay, so I was watching the show Bachelor, and they went to a country named Malta, and I had no idea the country Malta even existed. It looks like a beautiful freaking place, and apparently most of the country could speak English. So mm-hmm. I got to look into going to Malta sometime because it looks like a nice country. Right. I had Spain on my mind because I... I well, they, they, they went was, to... No, they did. Yes. They, they, they went to Malta, but then, then they went to Spain after, after Malta. Right. That's why I got I got quickly... I just, you know, it's a senior moment. I'm like, Spain... But yeah, Malta is... You know what? <laughs> the first thing I think of when I, when I heard that name um, was a milkshake because up your way... Not down here, we say milkshake, but up your way, it's like, oh, get a, get a malted. I was up there one time, and a dude said to me, "Oh, which, what do you want? What'd you do? Drink a malted?" I'm like, "What are you talking about, cuz?" He's like a malted. I said, "Oh, a milkshake." Okay, okay. It's just weird. You wouldn't think that a hundred miles of real estate, a hundred miles of you know topography, could have yeah. little subtle. You know what I mean? And like, just like you say, chocolate. I say chocolate. What the fuck is chocolate? You know what I mean? But it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, did you know? Anyway, so Malta seems like a cool country. Yes, and uh, I definitely want to do just do some more research on Malta. But dude, I'm I'm in this I'm in this Facebook group. It's called Gym Rats. It's all like people go to the gym and stuff, and a lot of people post like workout tips and good food to eat and free meals and pre workouts and all this other lifestyle stuff. Right. But sometimes it gets a little bit. It kind of gets a little bit crazy. It goes off the rails in that thing. So some guy posted like he, he's like, "This is my go to cologne when I go to the gym." Like. There's a group of people who like wear like they they're I guess they love cologne. So these guys have a collections of like 30 bottles of cologne. They start talking about in the comments, like, yeah, look this cologne, oh that, that cologne came out last week. Yeah, I put a couple of sprays of that. And like these guys go to the gym and like to wear the cologne. But there's all a group of people who hate when people wear cologne at the gym because when you start sweating at the gym, the combination it of comes smelling, out more. Yeah. Yeah. It's BO and cologne is, is absolutely disgusting and heinous. So so people in the group are like, you shouldn't wear cologne. Other other people, there's a, there's a group of people who like think you should wear cologne. People, you know, you shouldn't wear cologne. But I was just uh, surprised that like there's kind of a bunch of like I don't want to call them douchebags, but guys who have like collections of like bottles of cologne and take it very seriously, like how serious their cologne collection is. It's like, dude, you know, what you could spend that money on so many other nicer things. Why do you need all that cologne? It's kind of like a little, it's a little bit. I don't want to say girly to me. But it's a little bit like because I don't know, even girls have, have the perfumes, but girls have their favorite perfumes. Right. It's a little bit. It's a little bit like extreme for a guy to have like such a, a collection of colognes and take so much pride in the cologne. I don't know. What do you think about well, that? Well, my thing when I, I told you when I come up, I, I got into the clothing industry at an early age. I got into clothing retail. I was around twenty one or so or whatever, and. I would just come into like dressing nice and this and that. And a lot of the dudes that worked there. And that's when I, the idea of cologne even came. So um, I would wear cologne like a little bit like to, to work. Like I'm, I'm selling suits and sport coat. Not, not, you know, put a little something on um, like that. But Sean, I never had a collection, dude. I'll tell you. Um, I could tell you, you know, I wore cologne when I would work, when I had that kind of a job. Right. When, before we went out with the boys to the club, you know, to, you want to put on some smell good, you know what I mean? So you have it there. But um, other than that, you know, and of course a date, but that's the same as take for the reason to put it out on the, you know, when you go to the club, it's, it's, it's for that, but only when that's eminent, you know, not when, you know, um, but not to work out, dude. Now here's the thing. Um, 
I could tell you Aramis, Polo, Royal Copenhagen, Halston Z14, and something called Safari. I think, oh, and Drakkar at one point when I was younger. So a half a dozen in my life that I used to wear, right? I never had a collection of more than one or two bottles at a time, though. So because a lot yeah, of those, I think these you know dudes, what I mean? Yeah, I have a couple of bottles of cologne myself, and it's all right. good stuff. I don't stuff, use but, it anymore. After 40, yeah. I stopped wearing it. I just, but yeah. it's one of those things where just like these these guys go to the gym and like they're friggin', you know, they're talking about, but then yeah, the, the you, girls, the girl, the girl, there's a lot of girls in the group too. It's, 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 a, you know, it's, it's full of anybody who likes to go to the gym. It's called gym rats. The girls are like, yeah, I love a guy who smells good at the gym and stuff like that. But I don't think a lot of people realize when you're on the cardio machines, you're on the oh, treadmill, yeah. you're running and you smell the person next to you start sweating with their cologne. There's nothing worse than that smell. The combination is atrocious. But anyway, well, I digress. Um, anyway, we're on, we're, we created a social media accounts specifically for the show we're on twitter at zero front pod zero front pod um and we're going to start putting clips of the show out and we're doing some more advertising and stuff we also have the new logo we might be coming out with some um other stuff but if anybody listens to our podcast on apple and spotify please if you can just rate us rate us five, well if you want to rate us five stars rate us five stars but yeah the higher the better but the ratings really help our show it's all i wanted to mention because i you know i i always forget to mention that but anyway joe i gotta ask you about your recent cheat meals um you what was your recent cheat meal like your last week you went to taco bell but they don't have the nacho fries anymore you said i didn't go last week to taco bell i took a i broke the streak brah i went to five guys and have five guys. No, but you I, went to talk, but you but you had gone to Taco Bell since last show, and you said they don't have top nacho fries anymore, right? Oh, you okay? You said last week. I'm sorry, Sean. Because yeah, last, last week, you went, last week I went to five guys. Okay, but, but they didn't have the they don't they don't have the nacho fries anymore, right? Though. Right. The week before that, I went to Taco Bell and I I ordered the fries, and she goes, "Oh no, we don't have them anymore." I was like, "Okay." I mean, I wasn't like, "What the hell you made?" But it was like I just mentioned it to you that, that you know they're gone now anyway. Uh, they'll probably bring them back. That's what they do. They'll bring stuff back. But uh, yeah, um, two weeks ago, it was Taco Bell. Last week, it was Five Guys. And I'm not even sure what it's going to be. Uh, I'll have to see. You know, I'm, I like I told you, I can't tell you on Friday night what my Saturday cheat meal is going to be. You know, I have to wait till Saturday around. So you, four. you basically you decide what your cheat meal is going to be. Um on the, the day of, like it, it could, it could be yeah. anywhere. It could, could it be like anywhere? For, what's the time period? Could it be like a thirty? Oh, that's, 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 like a... that's enough. That's enough. Too much information. <laughs> Will I be cross-examined, Your Honor? I mean, no, I'm just fucking. But um, what else you got? Because I have a, I, I was feeling nostalgic, Shawnee, and I went hey, what's back. A, I have a joke or something like that. You said. Well, I have, I have two things. I have a snapple fact and then a quick joke. All okay. right, the, the snapple fact number three forty-three. The term 007 was derived from. The number two zero 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 seven five digits two zero 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 seven the home zip code of many washington dc agents right so james bond that's where they got that 007 i never knew that i just ne i always wondered how they come up with 007 you know i just it was just it was interesting to uh to learn all right so before we go a quick joke there's this older fella sitting on the corner and he's he's really old. He's like over 90 years old and he's sitting on the corner and he's 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 a little upset. He's got you know, a couple of tears running down his face and everything. it was sad. And these two younger fellas come up on him and they say, um, you know, sir, um, you know, are you OK? What's going on? You look upset. He says, yeah, he says, I'm 93 years old. He says, I'm married to a 37 year old knockout 
you know, looks like looks like Selma Hayek, all the curves. She's beautiful. And she is absolutely incredible, um, you know, between the sheets. And and I just can't believe she's married to me. And they said, sir, if if that's the case, you know, what the heck are you crying about? And he says, I can't remember where I live. So that's today's joke, and you have to joke about certain things, but um, that was a good one. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can't yeah. remember where I lived to get home to her. Um, that is from JB. That's all I had. Let me know when you're ready. I got something like yeah. I always always do on the way out. Yeah, just before we end the show, um, it's kind of just want to have a moment of uh, appreciation because you always use this quote. You just had that funny joke. It's really funny. But the quote about when you when you're getting really frustrated in life and you know you 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 know it's tough to appreciate everything, um, you say to yourself, "Well, you know, I might not have this, but some people out there might not have an arm, uh, or yeah. might not, some people might not there. I might I might not, you know, yes, sir. even a person doesn't have shoes, but some some people might not have feet. So always yes, appreciate uh, what you have. You know what I mean? Like so. Anyway, just a little wisdom that. That is Shawnee, and it's the old. It's it's the old. I, I I cried because I had no shoes till I saw a man who had no feet, and it really exactly. stops people That's... in their tracks. And I, I sometimes I'm glad you remind me sometimes because as much as I know how important that perspective is, it's real easy to lose it. It really is, but it's such it's such a tool in your pocket if you can regain that perspective. And it's such yeah. a helper because we all get the blues. We all get those things. You know what I mean? And, and it helps yeah. you out of it. You know what I mean? Okay. Oh, quick, quick response before we go. I was kind of shocked at this, but I couldn't because we're not going to talk about the Super Bowl next episode. I, I just realized that a lot of the 49ers players apparently didn't even know the Super Bowl rules. So when they were going to do the coin toss and they chose to get the, to receive the ball first and that type of thing, mm -hmm. they didn't know the rules. Like they thought like they could just like overtime would just end after, you know, when the clock ran out. And they thought like if they scored, like they, they really didn't know what was going on. The Chiefs players, they they drilled the rules into the Chiefs players the whole season. So I thought that was pretty interesting how like the Chiefs are a lot more prepared. They actually knew the overtime rules and the 49ers didn't. So because the 49ers, yeah. the rule, they, they might have to elect to get the ball second. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, yeah you want to get the ball second there because you want to know what you have to do. And if you're really in trouble, you're going to get four downs now. Exactly, like going you know for I mean? on a fourth, yeah. going for a fourth down or kicking the field goal. So I thought that was right. very glaring. It just says that's kind of bad coaching, in my opinion, if that's really true. So yeah, listen, they, they each of those coaches have. Their, and Andy was here for twelve years. His clock management cost us. You know, it was it was atrocious. He was known for having poor clock management, but he was a damn good football coach. He's the best football coach I've ever seen come through here, and I have a lot of respect for the man. And he's very proficient with a lot of things. Okay, and clock management wasn't his strength. The other guy on the, on the, that, that that Shanahan, he is got some strengths. He really does. But this is one place where they got a little sloppy, and they should have really, you know, had their guys a little more prepared. Or at least Shanahan should have known and said, "Hey, wait a minute, come here, hey, Willie, come here. If you win the coin toss, I said, what I want you to do. You know, what I mean, it, prior training wouldn't even have been necessary." Yeah. At that moment, Shanahan could have said, "Okay, get him, come here, come here, come here, come here. All right, if we win, if we win the toss, I want you to kick it away, kick it away, coach. Yes, kick it away. You know, something like that. But so exactly. yeah, there was a difference. There was a difference. But Kyle yeah. Shanahan's a good football coach. I'd love to have him here. 
You know, I'm not going to lie to you. You see, uh, just before we go, you see the Flyers are playing the Devils tomorrow at MetLife Stadium, or where we saw Bruce Springsteen. There's going to be a hockey game in that same field. I I was aware of it, and I intend on watching it so long as it doesn't get too crazy. Either way, you know, should be a good oh, yeah, hockey it's, game. It's it's, it's uh, they're advertising in the bottom of the screen. I thought that was really cool. I mean, just every time you see, for for me, it seems cool the 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 idea of it. But if you're like actually watching a hockey game in a football stadium. It's got to be kind of frustrating because I, I looked at the seating and the seating. There's no seats on the field, so like the you're like all the way in the stands. You have to stare. You know, you got to see into. The, I, I just think it's probably tough to see, in my opinion. But who knows? Because I can see a lot of hockey fans and hockey people going there. Oh, you know, Shawnee, the I missed. I missed that. I'm sorry. I missed the location. It's not going to be indoors. The, that's what oh. I was saying. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I said. I said MetLife where we saw Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, wait a minute. What the hell? I, I, I thought. Well, then I thought. I thought. You said it real quickly, Sean, and it slipped. This is a senior moment. You said it real quickly, <laughs> and it went by me. And look, don't get it twisted either. When you get talking, you get rolling. So I was like, okay, wait a minute. By the yeah, time yeah. I got, so it was like, okay, they, yeah, they do this outside thing like once a year or twice a year or something like that with these teams. And you're right. I couldn't imagine sitting that far away on a, a, a hockey of all things with that little puck. You know what I mean? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Nah. nah, nah. But uh, I'm going to watch it because the Flyers are on. That's all. All right, so before we go, we talked about the cheat meal, but what's what's your cheat? What as of before now? Before we do, do that, I have one question for you. Since okay. you you hit me with a you know you hit me with a spur of the moment, I'm going to hit you with one. Um, you and I we trade uh, Instagram funny things or or serious things or whatever neat clips, right? Which we, we you and I and a lot of people do. Give me your 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 favorite Instagram. I'm just one now of the last week. You're what? Just give me one. Tell me and give me a oh, quick. That's that's it's the answer is always pretty easy for me because I follow this account called a guy in a golden. It's a, it's a guy who has a golden retriever named Teddy. Okay. And they put out the, they, every day they put out a new video like a, a funny skit and Teddy's always like the bad guy in the, the he always makes the dog the bad guy. It's got like a funny personality. But I sent you one of the videos. It's he it's the video where like um Teddy he's like Teddy you got to get a job. And uh, he looks online. He goes, "Customer service representative." And he's like, <laughs> yeah. "People are like telling him, telling the dog, is telling him the problems." He has the headset on. And he keeps hanging up on everyone. And his <laughs> owner has problems with the stove, and he keeps hanging up on his owner and stuff. So yes. those videos. Anybody out there needs accounts to follow Instagram. A guy and a it's called a guy and a golden. It, it's the it was the funniest every day. There's there's a new there's a new skit every day, and they're they're better than the last one. So that's neat. And you know what? I I you know me. I anything with dogs, I watch and this and that. So I'm gonna have to mess around and and follow that a little more closely. I do recall the one you sent, and I it was funny. It was cute and all that because anything with dogs is adorable. Um, but I didn't know it was part of a bigger series. You just told yeah, me now. Every, I didn't know every that. that's the guy's main job. Him and him and okay. Teddy are like stars. They have over okay. a million followers and. Um, they put out really good material. Yeah, it's good. Cool, brother. What about you? So what, you, you asked me that question. What about you? Um, my favorite one, um, my favorite one this week, I would say, it, I'm hesitating because there were quite a few. Oh, it's close enough to this week. Okay. There's a um, a little blonde girl and she's in the Boston area. And she's a real looker, too, by the way. But let me get to the point. She's she's behind the counter at a Starbucks. Right. And the implication is she's working at Starbucks. And if you've ever been around Starbucks, you know, with these people come in and I'll oh, give me a triple latte Vienna square with olive oil and three beans. And like, what the fuck? And anyway, so I mean, really, it's, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> 
So so she she's she's the um whatever you call it, not the bartender, but the what do they call them? The you know, anyway. Um she's working at Starbucks. Barista Barista. Barista, barista thank you. Uh, another senior moment, but I'll be all right. Um she's the barista behind the counter, and this guy comes in. There's no one else here. The guy comes in, he sits down and he says, uh he says, uh, yeah, give me uh give me the triple macchiato with olive oil, Madagascar sage, and six beans on the top and and she just says that's it i can't fucking take this anymore and she takes the towel and she throws uh, did it i send it. that to you i don't know but she walking out the door and she she looks at him and turns to this guy again she goes are you fucking serious six fucking beans on top of everything else go fuck yourself and she walks they walks yeah, I, th- I don't know if I said that to you or you said it to me, but I definitely said that. One. I think I sent it to you. I'm not sure if you sent it to me or I sent it to you, but I sent it to like everybody because it was it was fantastic. You might have said that to me when I think about it. Yeah. The joke, the funny part is because uh, one person one person got back to me and it was like, why is she so mad? Or so, and I said, I said, if you've ever been around Starbucks or, you know, and you can see and you can hear some of the shit that they have, that they have to some of these orders they have to fill. It's a wonder that doesn't happen every day. Exactly. So that's one of those things that I. So you have any final words? All right. Final words. Pink cookies in a plastic bag getting crushed by buildings. Peace. Take care, everyone.